And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge, your real estate chalk talk. Hey, welcome to the program. This is your real estate chalk talk broadcasting from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio. RackShackToGo.com. Go online, order it up, have it delivered out to the house or pick it up at the restaurant. You will have the best food of your life. Guaranteed. 612-627-8000 is the number to call if you want to give a talk to us, talk about your real estate needs. 612-627-8000. We'd be happy to have a chat with you. And that first conversation, of course, no cost and absolutely no obligation. I had a question, if I can, as we kind of get into the second segment here of the show. We talked last segment a little bit about a stool, and, and we uh, talked about how that, you know, inflation or interest rates and appreciation, all that. But talk about, in terms of the uh, real estate stool uh, that we both work in, talk about the three kind of legs and kind of where you're going right now. Um, where Well, where not really where you're going, but what you're finding uh, you're running into quite often. So th- talk about the three legs of the stool, and then let's talk about First, just as a definition yeah. for the three legs of the stool, what I like to call the three legs of the stool. The the main the main uh, pillar, if you will, of real estate for our practice is family formation. It's it's family. So you know you have your family formation. You have you have people coming together in whatever form it may take. They may be getting married, not getting married. You know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. But there are people who have come together, they decide that they're going to make a family uh, uh, out of their relationship and they're going to need to have a place to live. Then that family unit tends to change and and uh, grow over time. So they may adopt a child or have a child, uh, uh, maybe another one. Then, then uh, you know, those kids get bigger. Uh, they need more space. That those kinds of that kind of growth and change typically is going to require a different housing that mm-hmm. better suits their current lifestyle. <clears throat> then the kids maybe are going to get a little bit older. They get even bigger. They have lots of friends. They start coming over the house. People get better jobs. They start making more money. Uh, maybe mom and dad comes to live with them. Or, or another relative comes to live with them, so they have multiple generations in the house. They need a bigger house, so they're going to move up. And those are things that happen to a family unit that demands a change in housing hmm. or relocation. They get transferred hmm. or whatever. All that stuff. All, all that. But you're still happens. talking that that's family all formation, in that same family. Life, right. It's all in that family unit as it matures over time, and okay. uh, and the housing requirement changes that. And, and pressures that happen over time that require us to help them address. <clears throat> the other two legs of the stools represent disruption in that. Hmm. So the disruption in that, the first leg of the stool, is divorce. And divorce it happens over 50% of the time, where that where that family unit is going to splinter and it's going to morph into something else. And typically... It requires a, either if we're not going to sell the homestead, mm-hmm. we are going to someone's going to buy a second unit. <clears throat> Sometimes they keep the one and buy a second one. Sometimes they sell and buy two more. It, it, all different shapes and sizes depending on the circumstances. But that's that happens fifty percent of the time in our current culture and our current family unit situation. Second mortgages, it's even more, or second. Uh, Marriages, it's even higher, 60-some percent, and 80% in the third marriage happens. Mm-hmm. So we have to have a system in place 
uh, that that helps manage that stress, and it is stressful uh, during that process. And we have a a very a wonderful system in place that that we do it collaborative uh, divorce, and we are specialists in divorce. Then there's the third leg, which is probate and trust. Okay, so death, so death, death, and getting old. Okay, so death, you know, goes goes to uh, speak to it, and, and I'm a certified uh, uh, probate real estate specialist. So I've had special training in the process because there again, it's a special process. Probate is the legal process of settling your estate after you die. And mm. so your property is gathered and inventoried, your debts are paid, and everything left over is divided amongst your heirs. And typically, there's some real estate involved with that, and there's a very strict legal process uh, that is required in order to liquidate that asset mm. and deliver the proceeds to the estate. Okay. So we're specialists in that. And then there's trusts. And trusts are a case where, uh, oh, maybe uh, uh, your your dad or your grandfather or whatever is going into the house. Maybe he's got memory care or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And someone in the family or an attorney or anyone, you know, whoever is chosen, is assigned as the trustee to manage the financial uh, and, and medical needs of that person. Mm-hmm. And many times part of that is maybe they had a lake place, maybe they had a, a house, uh, maybe they had a place down in Florida, whatever it is. They got real estate that needs to be managed, maybe rented, uh, maybe delivered, uh, figure out how we're going to deliver it to the heirs mm-hmm. or sold. Okay. Uh, and so we're experts in that area and to help people uh, do that. So it's hmm. interesting, very interesting work. How do you think that, because you've kind of not fallen into, but you're doing a lot more of the probate stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit how you've, is that just because your clientele is getting older and your or do people just look at your experience and go, they look at the gray hair. What is, what's what's drawn? It? Good question. Well, I got into it because I find it interesting. Okay, and I like the families in in both the divorce and the probate side of things. the The first pillar, the formation side, that's generally more of a happy move. Let's just say, yep. the family's growing. You know, we're all excited. Mom's pregnant. We're going to have another kid. We need another bedroom. You know that that's a different mindset. Divorce and probate are high stress, high emotion. Uh, times of people's lives and and I'm suited my own just my own mindset and, and my own personality is very well suited to coach people through that mm-hmm. uh, so that and I've developed processes to make it easier for them what do you mean so by that? well no. for example we'll just take probate so so say Look, uh, yeah let's stick on some, probate somebody then. died okay grandma died and uh, and the house is in probate you know someone's going to be assigned to manage that probate process either okay. if there was a will then there's going to be an executor if there was no will then, then some family members got to step forward and and be the trust or the um, the representative personal representative and have the power of attorney so the process then is they have to go to the county they've got a file to say that they're they're the they're mm-hmm. the executor uh, then the then the county's going to check the death certificate and match it to make sure that uh, everything's okay. Uh, any family members who want to protest that, uh, especially if there's no will, um, you know, they can say no. I want to do it, and they, have, you know, that's got to be resolved. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to get a letter back from the county saying, yes, you are you are assigned to be the. Uh, the PR and you can and you can manage the estate. Well, okay. So now they 
there's a lot of work that's involved with that. Now, think of this. you got somebody, maybe he's in their mid-40s, 50s, or something like mm-hmm. that. Dad passed away, and uh, they're in the middle of their own career. Right. They've got work to do. They've got their own family obligations to do, and now they've got this estate to take care of, and it's a, it's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. You've got to publish you know, in the in the public in the public uh, legal newspaper, uh, so that any vendors out there can, really? can yep can uh, make their claims. Uh, you've got to you know the best place to start is any uh, uh, bank accounts because you can see transactions going mm-hmm. through there, so you know what kind of automatic payments there are. You got to cancel all that you stuff. Imagine. You got credit card statements yep. coming. You got to cancel all the credit cards. You got to make sure that the that the light bill is still paid in the house and that the heat is still on right. and, and all of that stuff. Then you got to go through the house, take a per- take an inventory, determine what's in the house, inventory it, and now you've got all these personal assets. If it's a small number, fifteen thousand or something like that, you can just distribute them amongst the family, whoever they want. But if it's a larger amount with some value in there, uh, you need to be very careful about how that those assets are passed out because you can have a sis, uh, one one sister that wants all the crystal hmm. that has a value of you know X, right, and then. And then the son wants the bowling ball, which has a value of fifty cents. Mm-hmm. So it's a, there's an equity there. So right. there's got to be a way of managing all that. Well, we have different uh, options for them to choose from, or just suggestions yep. of how we've seen it done, and we've done this hundreds of times. Hmm. So of how different people handle it, depending on how many heirs are involved, how the close the family is, where they're located, and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. Once that's all done. Now you gotta get rid of the house, yep. right? Got and does that? And what what does it mean when it goes through probate, or it doesn't, or if it's in a will and I just transfer it to my spouse? Does it still go through probate? Walk through that piece a little bit. Well, well we can do that in the next segment, but really, it's it's uh, if there's a if there's a spouse involved, and the house would in most cases just going to go to the spouse. There is no probate. Okay. There is no probate because she's just going to keep the okay. house and sell it, just a normal sale, or or keep it. Okay. F- wrap up there, and then let's continue the conversation. Okay. So then, so then we have uh, what, when we come back, we're going to talk about what happens if that isn't the case. Yeah. And there's a couple different ways that people can do in the planning process. That's where we get into the more trust section and and uh, and uh, estate planning process, where you can transfer properties to a single person. Mm. Uh, without going through probate, and there's ways to, to do that. Um, but all of those things, we're going to have a series of attorneys on the show over the next couple of months that are going to address all these issues individually. And when we come back, we're just going to continue on with probate a little mm-hmm. bit. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, 612-627-8000. If you want to give a call and ask a, any probate question, we'll be right back. Barbecue, ooh, ooh. 